This is a special edition of Late Night Health. I'm Mark Gallen. We're going to take a look at what do you do now with COVID-19 and you have some kind of orthopedic problem. You break a bone, you sprain a wrist, something. Uh, our guest is Dr. Masi Reynolds. He is a co-founder of an orthopedic surgeon at Silicon Valley Orthopedics up in uh, the Silicon Valley area. And uh, Dr. Reynolds, uh, welcome back to Late Night Health. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me. Um, and your partner is uh, not available, uh, Nick Gay. Yes. Uh, he, uh, he had a family uh, 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 event and that's okay. Yeah, yeah, no, actually his wife is expecting, and so I think that they are, um, they uh, have many appointments coming up and um, over the course of the next, uh, or today, and then of course, over the course of the next couple of weeks. Well, congratulate him for us, will you please? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let, let's talk about something. Uh, let's talk about COVID-19. Your offices are open, but they are not open for people with COVID-19 or somebody who has the flu. Correct. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're utilizing the CDC and the, and the WHO and, and going off of the California Medical Association, all their recommendations with regards to, to seeing patients in the office. Um, but um, yeah, taking all the precautions, the temperature um, and questionnaire before having the patients come through the office in hopes of not having any patients with COVID-19 come through the building. Right. I, I actually, I saw a, a, a photo, photo yesterday or the day before of somebody standing outside a Starbucks yeah. with a thermal thermometer and they touch the forehead. And if you have a fever, they don't let you in. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I, I, that's better than kind of my, our local Starbucks. They've decided to close all the local Starbucks in this area. And so oh, did they really? Yeah. Yeah. The infrared thermometers have been popular. Um, we're utilizing that in our office as well. And, and, um, you know, that's kind of the recommendation, anyone with a temperature, um, obviously uh, a cough, and, and anyone that uh, has had recent exposure to a COVID-19 patient, we're, um, you know, we're, we're trying to avoid those situations. But at the same time, what's happening is that people are at home, and you get honeydews, both men and women, uh, yep. you know, fix that lamp, uh, there's a light bulb out, uh, get yeah. those cobwebs, and they fall down, they go boom. Yeah, Absolutely. I think um, now, kind of more than ever, I think a lot of the at-home projects are, are getting filled up. I had a patient that actually was working at Home Depot, and she said Home Depot is busier now than it's ever been because everyone's working on their home projects that they've been neglecting for so long because of the, you know, their, their stay-at-home, the shelter-in-place that's been implemented. And, and orthopedic surgeons don't tend to, uh, to, to do home projects because your hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we, uh, we, we're guilty. We're tinkers, honestly. I mean, I think our, our lifestyles keep us busy enough to where we don't get in too much trouble at home, but given enough time, we'll find something to, some sort of, uh, uh, uh something to put together, whether it's some screwing in a, a bolt or, or, or hammering a nail, we'll find something. Got it. And you have a couple of uh, kids uh, running around in the background there. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you have to put up, put together toys. Yeah, absolutely. All the time. I was really bad at that when my kids were young. Oh, you know, it's you get judged if you don't get put that together well. You know, they say, Dad, you can put together a leg, but you can't put together this car. Or... Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Yeah, I could talk it through, but yeah. Yeah. doing it. And I always ended up with a couple of extra bolts or, or screws. Yep. When you're in surgery, you don't want an extra bolt or a screw. <laughs> no, no, you don't want any 
you know, you don't want less, less than is needed and you don't want more than is needed. Um, right. And so, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're meticulous with what you put in for sure. So let's take a look at what's happening. The, the, the hospitals, many of them are overloaded. People Correct. are coming yeah. in, they want to be tested for COVID-19. Uh, they may just have the flu. They have other issues. You're open for orthopedic emergencies. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. You know, at Silicon Valley Orthopedics, you know, we have, um, you know, many uh, level two trauma centers and hospitals close by. Um, and, um, you know, we've got multiple uh, emails through the health systems in our area um, asking if there was any way that we could help out both. Um, by being there in the ER to help out, or if there's anything we can do and what, what we had in our facility to help out. And um, granted, the majority of what we do is very orthopedic specific. We felt that we had access, or we had the ability to treat a lot of the patients that were going into the ER for non-COVID related um, uh, pathology or, or injuries or anything like that. And so whether it's orthopedic, uh, they fell and broke their wrist, they fell and twisted their ankle, or uh, even non-orthopedic and possibly lacerations, cuts, different things like that. Um, we have the facilities and we have, we have the resources to kind of handle those things. And so um, what we've done is, is opened our facility up for those urgent type situations where we can keep people out of the, the ER and out of the hospital, both for them and for, for the hospital itself to decompress the hospital system. Which would also decompress, if you will, as you said, uh, urgent care as well? Correct. Yeah. I mean, the urgent cares um, in the area are also uh, very busy um, and they're, you know, they're handling a lot of uh, the patients. So that's the kind of the first place that I, honestly most patients are going is to the urgent care uh, for a temperature to see if they can get tested, um, if they have a cough, um, et cetera. And a lot of times those urgent cares have kind of the bare minimum with regards to orthopedic specific um, injuries and also uh, lacerations and different things like that. And so um, just another avenue for, for patients to kind of find care during this time. Can I ask your take on COVID-19? Uh, it's, you know, it's changing every day uh, for sure. You know, I, 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 I were recently kind of reading a lot of the articles because there's been a, a big uh, discrepancy in, in what we saw on the East Coast with New York and, and, um, and the curve over there versus what we're seeing in California. No doubt, um, you know, we've, we've taken the shelter in place uh, a lot more serious here. Um, but at the same time, there's also, you know, I'm also questioning whether or not possibly we had it come through California a little earlier, uh, like they're possibly suggesting, and that a lot of us potentially may be immune to it, um, given our, um, you know, given the population, especially in Silicon Valley and the access to, um, you know, the travelers that came from China really early on. So I wouldn't, you know, again, I, I, I I'm still reading and trying to learn about it, but I wouldn't doubt it if, if California, more than a lot of states, already has some level of immunity um, uh, to it. I spoke to a physician yesterday, mm -hmm. a friend of mine. He's up in your area. I'll yeah. give you his name after we're, we're yeah. up here. And he, he said that if we were all tested even now, yeah. there would be a, a greater percentage of people who have it and didn't realize they had it. Maybe they yeah. had a sore throat and they didn't have the cough, they didn't have the fever, but they were exposed to it. They had a mild case and they've now built up an immunity. Is that how it works? Absolutely, yeah, you develop antibodies to it and that's how you test to kind of build up the immunity is, is once you get that, that novel coronavirus, you have a, uh, ex once you're exposed to it, then your, your body develops these antibodies to it to build up the immunity. And there was that kind of the early flu that they talked a lot about in the Bay Area that came in at the end of December, middle of the end of the December, they called it the, 
they, you know, they said that the flu came early in the year. And so, um, you know, I wouldn't doubt that there was some element of, 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 of variation in the strain that potentially had come through California at some point. So. And one of the things that, that I'm going through as I'm in lockdown uh, yeah. and go, I go out to the markets in Southern California, where I'm based, we're having trouble getting food delivered. We can get restaurant delivery. That's easy, but I don't want takeout every night, you know, yeah, and, absolutely. and uh, the, but the markets, even the major markets have either uh, stopped delivery or have, have uh, curtailed pickup, which I, I thought was a, a great alternative. Uh, right. uh, we tried to order on Monday of this week, and we're recording on Friday. Mm -hmm. uh, I had to wait six days and couldn't pick up until seven o'clock tomorrow night. Wow. And so it's, it's I mean, they're overstressed too, just like the yeah. hospitals. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's just, you know, a perfect example of the system that's getting overstressed. And in the sad part about even that is what we're seeing in the Bay Area with um, different uh, um, grocery delivery systems is they're getting those they're getting stolen or they're they're actually um, you know people are going to the to to the grocery stores and taking someone else's groceries because they can't get it in time and things like that and so it's uh, you know I can imagine I don't you know understand or I don't kind of know the system as well the grocery store but you can you can tell that they're they are just struggling to figure out a good way to do it right now so you have kids. Uh, yep. And you have a wife. I so do, yeah. as your wife said, okay, be careful out there. You know, just yeah. like they, they did on that police show a number of years ago. I mean, yeah. is she yeah. concerned about you going out and meeting the public? Uh, she is for sure. Uh, you know, we're, we're taking all the precautions uh, when we do leave the house, the same as everyone else. Um, she, she also knows that I feel, um, you know, just in medicine, we, we all tend, as you've seen with a lot of the, the, the first responders and those on the, on the front lines that there's there there is this internal obligation that you know we've committed to as, as healthcare providers and that there's never too much doubt in a healthcare provider if, if you look and see how they're repurposing different um physicians you know physiatrists and not orthopedists and dermatologists you know they're all helping out the best they know how or the best uh, that they can in these in these circumstances which is which is is really cool to see um uh, but you know obligation i think it's probably not the right word, but just, you know, it, it, we look we look at it as it's our purpose, you know, and, and that's what our training is. And so um, she understands that. And, and there's never been a doubt, you know, from her end about me doing whatever I can to, to be safe in, in those circumstances. Something about the Hippocratic Oath or something. something yeah, yeah. Something, absolutely. something like that, you know, yeah. heal thyself and others as well. Yes. All right, let's talk about some of the things that you've seen in the last uh, couple of weeks since you've been uh, open as uh, uh, for emergency orthopedics. I mean, have you done yeah. surgeries? Have you yeah. uh, had to pin bones? Yeah. So, um, you know, we finished out when the, when we first went to the shelter in place, we finished out some of the urgent cases that we had already uh, committed to kind of completing. And there's certain, there are certain cases that tend to have um, better outcomes the earlier you, 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 you take care of them. So we finished those out and then we opened the urgent care center um, most recently, we had a, a patient that um, unfortunately uh, fell while out, you know, getting some fresh air. He was on a bicycle, um, you know, with his family, keeping his distance, and he fell and dislocated his shoulder. Um, 
and uh, called our office um, knowing that we had set up uh, an urgent care type situation in the evening time. And uh, so my partner saw him and, you know, and attempted a reduction to try to get his shoulder in place. But the problem uh, with the shoulder is that a lot of times if you aren't, don't have the proper relaxation, then the shoulder won't pop into place appropriately. And so we got him on the, for that very next morning, was able to get him some sedation in our surgery center and then was able to reduce him and, and get his shoulder back and, and lined up. And so, you know, different, that's just one example of, of some of the urgent kind of situations that we can um, kind of uh, redirect over into the, the, uh, the, the office setting now as opposed to the emergency department where it was, a, before it was a no brainer, you go to the emergency department, they can sedate you and put you to sleep. It's a little bit more of a process now, but we're stable, still able to get it done. And is that day surgery? Is that somebody? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, you know, we did it first thing in the morning. He was home an hour later, um, uh, just a little bit of uh, sedation to relax him, and then we were able to pop it back into place, get him into a, a sling, and get him on his way. Got it. What, uh, what other kinds of, of surgeries have you done or, or uh, procedures have you done so that people can be aware, hey, if you're riding a bike and you haven't done it for a while, be careful. Be careful, yeah. So uh, broken wrists. Um, you know, a patient that falls and breaks their wrists, uh, you know, the, the goal is, is to try to avoid surgery, but if we can't get it perfectly lined up and if the, the fracture goes into the joint and it's more concerning, then there is, there is a window which um, uh, you, you want to get that aligned up and you want to get that fixed um, to prevent any further complications, including arthritis and different things like that. So um, falling down, you know, breaking the wrist, uh, roll, you know, the ankle fracture, rolling the ankle, um, um, that we can do kind of in the outpatient setting. Um, those are those are the ones that we tend to see the most uh, when patients get outside and 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 uh, haven't been on their bike in a while and are trying to be active during this shelter in place. And this is maybe a little bit outside your 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 specific realm of orthopedics, but exercise is important at this time, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, I, I I follow a lot of. Um, um, uh, you know, podcasts that talk about the, um, you know, the mental side of this and the mental health aspect of what we're doing right now. And I think even beyond the physical side of things, uh, uh, just giving you peace of mind and, and uh, putting yourself in an environment where you can, where you can um, not only have physical, you know, you know, uh, the, the physical health, the physical side of it, but also the, the mental clarity and almost the meditative part of exercising. And so I think just as important as the physical side of it, the, the mental side of, of getting outside is important. And and walking, we're uh, we're in. I started to go for a walk yesterday. It was cold for me, at least. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 uh, here in Southern California, and it was raining. Yeah, and it seems to be a, a little bit clearer today. Yeah. Any tips on on home workers? Uh, you know, uh, maybe they're they're using a keyboard differently, mm -hmm. and that can affect uh, your your, uh, your, you know, your hands and wrist, uh, carpal tunnel, uh, any, any tips like that? Yeah. So, um, if you have access to, uh, I know it's, it seems silly, but we're seeing a lot of back pain with all of this. So back and neck pain, um, you know, with, with, uh, the home, the people working at home now. And so, uh, what happens is, is when you're sitting on our couch and working, of course, you, your back kind of falls into that C position and you start to develop pain. I would say the number one thing is, um, for that specifically, um, the back and the neck is is to either um, you know if you have access to and a lot of people don't, but have access to some sort of stabilization or a Swiss ball, 
or try to be up at a desk and have the desk kind of at elbow or uh, level um, uh, as opposed to kind of um, up a lot of times when you're sitting and it's up here and your wrists have to kind of curl over, um, then you can get some more pressure on your list. So having, having something where you're actually focusing on your own core, not just resting and laying back onto the couch where you're actually utilizing your own core and lumbar muscles and then having everything kind of set at 90 degrees. Um, and so that's the most common thing that we're, we're seeing right now is, is patients are sitting on their couch um, and kind of sitting back and working from their couch. And that's just taking all the, all the stress and putting it into the, the lower and uh, back and the cervical spine. So kind of activating your core, really whatever you can do to sit up and kind of activate your core. Well, I know that you really don't want people to come in at this time, but yeah. you are open if they, yeah. if they need you up in the Silicon Valley. Can you uh, tell us uh, how people can reach you? Absolutely. I, I think the number one thing is, is if there's a question, um, just give us a call and, and we'll, we'll give you, we'll direct you whether or not we think it's, it's something that we can uh, handle um, at our clinic or if we feel like it's, it's more appropriate for the hospital in the emergency uh, setting. Um, there's a couple different ways you can go on our, our website, uh, Silicon Valley, www.siliconvalleyortho.com or, you know, or uh, our, our office, you can call us at um, 510-739-6520. Gotcha. You'll get doctor, doctor, thank you very much for uh, spending some time with me here on Late Night Health. I really <laughs> do appreciate it. Hold on a second. Uh, this is Late Night Health. I'm Mark Allen. Thanks for tuning in. And we will be back very soon with another report.